Let us pray. As we begin a new academic year, we come magnifying your name, O God. Our collective souls come together to give you praise today and every day. And we ask that your Holy Spirit would move in our hearts and our minds to give us the word that we need today. And we pray this in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Please be seated. Praise during pandemics. We are creatures of habit. Every Sunday this summer, beginning in June, we have focused on a psalm in every sermon. And today is the end of that summer liturgical habit as we end this series with Psalm 150, the very last psalm at the end of the Psalter, which in many ways is a summation of these corpus, this corpus of poetic songs. And what a way to end in a flurry and flourish of faithful doxology. Praise the Lord. Praise God in his sanctuary. Praise him in his mighty firmament. Praise him for his mighty deeds. Praise him according to his surpassing greatness. Praise him with trumpet sound. Praise him with lute and harp. Praise him with tambourine and dance. Praise him with strings and pipe. Praise him with clanging cymbals. Praise him with loud clashing cymbals. Let everything that breathes praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. As a listener, one word should stand out to you. Praise. Over and over and over again, praise. Praise the Lord. Praise him. Praise him. Praise him. It's not just the church music genres of contemporary praise songs or Taze community chants that understand the power of repetition. The psalmist does too. Praise him, praise him, praise him. If we didn't know what the psalms were all about, this final psalm makes it plain. Praise. Even the Hebrew title for the entire book of Psalms means praises. This is the end, the summit of the Psalter. Praise. This entire summer series has been about the praise of God. Praise. You may get tired of hearing that word after listening to or saying this psalm or hearing me repeat it, praise. But if hearing it repeated is a struggle, then repeatedly doing it will probably be too. Praise. 
Psalm 150 is doxological repetition at its best. Praise him, praise him, praise him. But before we get annoyed, remember that we are creatures of repetition in other ways. Repetition is our way of being in life. Many of us like to wake up at the same time every day and get that cup of coffee to start every day. And and some of us have particular rituals of making coffee, how much coffee, which coffee, how much cream or sugar or just plain black. We even use the same mug every day. That's repetition. For others, it's, it's waking up to sit in the same living room chair and read a devotion or part of the newspaper every single morning. That's repetition. For others, it's, it's getting up and going for a jog at the same time every day. We live by repeated patterns for grooming, for eating, for working. Life in the church is no different, actually. No surprise there when from the very beginning in in, in Genesis, repetition is built in as God creates, and we hear repeatedly that God saw that it was good, and there was evening, and there was morning, there was evening, and there was morning, and there was repetition. The sun rises, and the sun sets every single day day, repetition, even attending or or viewing worship every Sunday is liturgical repetition. In our weekly services here, we repeat amens. We confess our sin repeatedly. We hear the assurance of pardon repeatedly. We collect offerings repeatedly. We say the Lord's Prayer repeatedly. We give benedictions repeatedly. We sing hymns every week, and then even the hymns have refrains built in repetition. And even hymn verses repeat melodic lines, though the lyrics may change. The life of faith and worship is full of repetition. And these repeated acts, sounds, or words emphasize ideas and practices that with the movement of the Spirit help God to take root in our lives and shape our lives. The reps, even as in physical strength conditioning, shape us and give form to our spiritual lives. Repeated praise may actually help us to live into being what poet and priest George Herbert called secretaries of praise. Praise him, praise him, praise him. The psalmist knew that what we don't repeat, we may forget. Praise. The psalmist knew as the the great ancient rhetoricians and orators knew and taught that repetition is an important rhetorical device for memory. Over-communicate in order to strengthen memory. Over-communicate to your staff as a leader so that key messages and themes can sink in. Don't just say something once. Say it at least eight times, or as in Psalm 150, 13 times. Praise. 
mean, somehow the psalmist wants to ingrain this virtue into us as we begin a new academic year. In fact, it is truly a charge, a call, a challenge. And these days, for sure, the praise of God can be a challenge. But that is the very word and action repeated again and again, even as we live through pandemics. Not just COVID-19 and its impact on economics, education, and health, but ongoing racial tensions and injustice, political divisiveness, and so much uncertainty and anxiety. Psalm 150 may be a rhetorical flourish of praise, but the struggle and the pain and the unknown seem to be flourishing just as well or even better. Oh, somebody better push the stop button on that repeat doxology button right now. Praise him, praise him, praise him. Oh, let it stop. Please stop. Praise him, praise him, praise him. But the psalmist won't stop. Praise can't stop. And it shouldn't stop because God hasn't stopped working in the world despite what we might be experiencing. God's presence and power are not predicated on human predicaments. Psalm 150 is the culmination of the Psalter, but remember all around this Psalm, leading up to this Psalm, are all the hurts and doubts and complaints and laments and cries and anguish and hate and aches. Yet praise is still the repeated refrain, reminding us what Walter Brueggemann wrote many years ago. Pain is the matrix of praise. One praises in spite of the pain of pandemics. One praises through pandemics. The people of Israel, with all of their suffering and angst, still make their way to ascend to the holy temple of praise. They bring their unanswered questions with them, their unresolved complaints and fiery anger. They come with hopes unfulfilled and with unresolved problems and yet still praise. This is the spiritual challenge of praise. As an old gospel song says, I thank God for the mountains and I thank him for the valleys. I thank God for the storms he brought me through. For if I'd never had a problem, I wouldn't know God could solve them. I'd never know what faith in God could do. Through it all, through it all, I've learned to trust in Jesus. I've learned to trust in God. Through it all, praise the Lord. That phrase, praise the Lord, means hallelujah. Through it all, hallelujah. At the beginning and the end of this psalm, it says, hallelujah, praise the Lord. It is a hallelujah psalm. So through all the hell of life, when things aren't fixed, 
when healing never comes, when reconciliation efforts seem to never work out, when dreams don't come true in your lifetime, this psalm charges us to praise the Lord and declare hallelujah anyhow. This psalm is one of glad self-abandonment in utter trust, even during pandemics, because God is God. And praise is not about us. Praise is about God, for God, to God. To engage in this unabashed praise is to rest in God, regardless of the circumstances of life. Praise places your life in God's hands and says, no matter what may come my way, my life is in your hands. With your God-given breath, You return your breath to God in praise and finally can find rest for your soul. All of this doxological repetition is a challenge. And I know it may not appear to be sophisticated enough for major research one university. And I realize it seemingly doesn't make sense, but God doesn't always make sense. Praise him. Praise him. Praise him. I mean, this repetition is a form of resistance to the absurdity of violence, evil, and oppression in the world. Praise him. Praise him. I mean, praise is pure resistance to pessimism and worry and falling prey to despair during pandemics. Praise is subversive, actually, and by lifting up God, it says implicitly, down with the other gods. And it does so, not in some quiet form of meditation or contemplation or mindfulness. It does so by making a joyful noise with trumpet sound, lute and harp, tambourine and dance, strings and pipe, clanging cymbals and loud clashing cymbals, just as the cacophony of pain can be loud in our hearts and ears, praise, authentic, unexpected, unplanned, unhindered praise can raise the roof can break out and break open in the freedom of the spirit to set you free. Praise, in other words, makes noise for God in the face of all the noise and chatter in the world that tends to drown out God's voice. Praise isn't always holy silence. It's not always calm and serene. Praise can be righteous, raucous, rhythmic, repetitive, resistant, and redemptive revolution. This is the psalmist's praise. Praise him. Praise him. Praise him. This is the climax of the book of Psalms that calls us into greater faithfulness before God and challenges us to embrace a bolder form of doxology, especially this year. Just as the problems of the world are huge and they seem to be amplified at this time, Psalm 150 amplifies praise rhetorically. Praise isn't just named once 
but it's repeated. There isn't just one instrument mentioned, but multiple ones, a whole orchestra of adoration. Praise has size. It crescendos, actually, into hallelujah at the end. This is voluminous praise that counters the volume of pain in the world. This is the robust rhetoric of doxology, a doxological crescendo for Christ, an amplification of adoration with an excited articulation of let everything that breathes praise the Lord. And this praise... It points to our future. I mean, this, this amplified praise, let's be real, may not be where we are in our faith journey today. Perhaps we have fallen into despair and depression and even drugs during this tough time. But this righteous repetition of praise is an eternal rehearsal and a call to practice praise now because it is our vocation forever. In this scriptural past, we see our future, a future of eternal praise again and again and again. Praise him, praise him, praise him. In this praise, we see our redemption. Praise him, praise him. The culmination of the Psalter is the culmination of our life where all our focus, all attention, all honor, all glory, all power, all praise is to God. Praise is the peak of our life. So as we start a new academic year, that is most definitely strange and as Bruce said, bizarre. It is difficult. Oh, it is. It is uncertain. Oh, it is. This repetitive call from the book, end of the book of Psalms, beckons us to live into the proper end of our lives. This call is clear. Praise him. Praise him. Praise him. And it begs the question, what parts of your life are on repeat for God? I mean, this year, I challenge you to put praise on repeat in order to praise through the uncertainty and the ambiguity and the unknown. I challenge you to put praise on repeat in order to praise through the COVID-19 protocols, to praise while you wear a mask and to praise through social distancing, and to praise through washing your hands, and to praise through daily symptom monitoring. Put praise on repeat this year in order to praise through all of the suffering, and to praise through all of the loss, and to praise through mental struggle and praise through health crises and, and praise through unemployment and praise through the death of loved ones and praise through systemic racism and praise through crazy political campaigns 
and praise through online classes and in-person classes and hybrid classes. Praise if you live on campus and praise if you live off campus. Praise the Lord with and without Zoom. Praise the Lord through WebEx. Praise the Lord through Sakai and Duke Hub. Praise the Lord through Panopto. Praise God through Jabber. Praise God through Snapchat. Praise God through Instagram. Praise God if you get likes or not on Facebook. Praise God through technology problems because we will have them. Praise God during this liminal time of life. Repeatedly praise him. Praise him. Praise him. If there's ever been a time, Duke University, if there's ever been a time, the United States of America, if there's ever been a time, the entire world, to put praise on repeat, it is this year. It is this year. So praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Anyhow, let everything that has breath Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Glory be to God now and forever. Amen.